Salutations and shit, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Travel and Shit, your new favorite travel podcast, where I, your host, D. Gary, have a conversation about the nuanced ways that travel intersects with regular life. So um, if you're watching on the YouTubes, subscribe. If you're listening on your phone, your computer, your car, wherever the hell you listen, subscribe to the podcast as well. Holler at the kid on the social medias, travel and shit with either an underscore, nothing, so underscore to everywhere. That's um, pretty much it in a nutshell. I'm here in these uh, digital streets with uh, real life information. If you have any questions, hit me up, et cetera, et cetera. So that is the intro. I've got a guest. It's been a while and I'm sure you're really tired of, um, no, you're not. You're not tired of hearing me talk about myself because that's why you come. But guests are much more fun for me as well. So my beautiful guest, please introduce yourself and thank you for joining me. Absolutely. So my name is Ty Vaughn, um, but I go by Adventurous Ty because I love to adventure all over the world. <laughs> so how did you get into adventure, the adventure end of travel? So this is interesting. Um, a couple of years ago, I was at a gym. And so by trade, I'm actually a nanny, right? Okay. So I had my NK, which is nanny kid with okay. me. And I met a young woman there and we just began to talk, right? And so we were just having just a general conversation. Um, and so I told her that that weekend I was going zip lining, and she's like, oh, that's really cool that you do that. And I said, yeah, you know, just something that's a hobby that I do. Um, and my, you know, family, my husband and kid, and we just kind of, you know, kind of zip line just you know, locally. Mm -hmm. So she says, Hey, I'm an editor and I'm also into film. You know, do you think you will want to do your zip lining with other people? And I'm like, why in the world would I want to interrupt my wonderful <laughs> life, my, my personal hobby to invite other people to interrupt that. And so she's like, I think it'll be really cool if you, you know, you know, do this with other people. I said, okay, fine. I said, she says, run a post on, fa on Facebook, see how it, the people respond and then let's go from there. I said, okay, fine. Mm -hmm. So um, the next week we met up. And so she asked me, did I do? I said, no, I you know, forgot. I didn't think about it. And what she did, which I, I personally, I never looked at it this way. Mm -hmm. And she mm -hmm. went back to her job where she does her, you know, her filming and stuff and said to her friends who doesn't you know, she's African-American and so am I, but they were not. And she says, oh, my friend is going ziplining this weekend. They're like, oh, okay, that's great. And then she said, but she's black. They're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, it just hit the fan. And so they were like, she's black, you know what? And so the reaction was very different. And I just thought like, that's really strange. Like, why is there such a, you know, um, an immediate kind of like explosion because you're black and ziplining. It, it just never right, dawned right. on me that that was a thing. And so then when she said that, it clicked. Okay. Now I see what she's saying. Go run the post and see how many of us will respond yes. to that. And I ran it and that was 2000, I think 18. And we've been doing it every month. Wow. Um, so we did zip lining. We, I ran a post every month for zip lining, the same location. Mm -hmm. um, we would do um, one tour 
every month for about 11 months straight, the same wow. exact one with different people. So the response was actually very diverse. We had, you know, it was a mix of people. We had, you know, Blacks, whites, Hispanics, which was great. It was fine. But there were a lot of us that responded that had never either heard of ziplining, didn't have anyone to go ziplining with, um, were told that that's why you doing that. We don't do that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and it just became like this sort of growth, right? And so um, when the pandemic hit, we decided, okay, we need to expand this. Like we need to do more than just zip lining. So the whole inside world was shut down, but not the outside world. So then we picked up parasailing, ATV riding, um, skydiving. So we just started just, you know, kind of maximizing the options that were out there for people to do. And then it just, the momentum started growing, right? And so now we've got Adventurous Ty, which is me kind of on the move, exposing a lot of people that look like us to a world that they were unfamiliar with. And I think that it is the most phenomenal thing that I think a gift that I didn't even know I had that God has given me because people are saying, wait a minute, I can actually invest in myself. I can invest in the luxury of being happy and not just spending money on a bunch of stuff that is going to either fade away, right, be given away, lost or whatever. But when you're investing in your own peace of mind, there's something that it just can't be, it's not replaceable. And the memories and the friendships that are made on these experiences are invaluable, you know? And so, um, we do this every month. Um, our last, we just did a treehouse experience last weekend. It was 16 of us that flew to Oakland and then drove mm-hmm. to Sonoma. And we live in treehouses for a weekend. And we did 14 zip lines, um, two wood plank bridges and a rappel. And it was probably one of the most phenomenal experiences that I have ever had. Um, it's something about being in the Redwood Forest right in the middle. <laughs> you know, with all these people and we had a phenomenal time. So I think that it's not just catchy, but and it's not just an activity to do. Mm-hmm. There's something about nature and something about being outdoors that just, it connects people. It's therapeutic and it's an escape. It's a way to say, you know what? I need a break. I need to take a, st- a station identification break from life and do something that I probably would not research to do that. So here this girl is, me, hello. <laughs> um, crazy as I am, researching all of these different phenomenal activities and their adventures. I mean, they're definitely not for the, um, for the faint at heart, but people are saying, I'm willing to try it. And I actually like it. I actually like being with other people and meeting new people and there's no drama. Yay. That's the environment. And I just, um, I'm so blessed that um, to have such great energy, the people are just very receptive to something that's new, something that's Mm -hmm. unfamiliar. I mean, girl, I took 35 people bungee jumping like a month ago. We went bungee jumping off of a bridge. And um, it was 35 people that came, 13 of us jumped, and 24 people just kind of came along for the hike. It was a 10-mile hike. And we hiked through a river. We hiked over. I mean, it was a major, major hike. And people are like, I'm down. Four o'clock in the morning, people are getting up, getting ready to start this journey. And I was just like, God, this is amazing to be able to do this. 
And here's the here's the catch, um, D. Most of the people that I invite, I don't know them. Yeah, it's strictly an invite through social media. And people are like, I'm down, I'm there, where, when, and how. And so um, so there's something to this, and I'm just um thankful to be to be on this journey. So, you know. For you you gotta be committed to show up at 4 a.m. Seriously interested in something. Now, where are you located? So we're in California. I'm in California. Okay. Are you in uh, North, Middle, South? Like what? South of Southern California. We, I live close to Disneyland. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. So I'm in Orange County. I'm in Orange County. So now do you have, when you, re, in terms of advertising, right? Is right. this just on your personal Facebook page or did you create something different? Cause it's like, are these your friends that you're advertising to? Or are they, cause I know you said you don't know a lot of them, but in my mind, I'm thinking like, if I put something on my Facebook page, it's my Nana, my mama, a uh, <laughs> couple of my cousins, you know right, what I mean? Right, I feel right. like, and then friends from high school that, so how do you get this message out? How do you, um, um, not attack Tam, how do you reach your right. audience, your adventurous audience? What is funny because it's all word of mouth. So I will post on my page. Now, some of the people are diehard. So I would say from the time that I started, I may have about six or seven that are like the gems, right? They're the ones that are kind of like every time we post, they're there. Um, but the majority of people, they're sharing it on their page. You know, they're telling their cousins, their neighbors, their coworkers, you know, their aunts, you know, so they're like, oh, I want to go. I want to do this. I want to do that. So it really becomes a community effort. Right. So I'll post it, but people are sharing it and they're inviting people that they personally know. And so then we become, you know, an adventure family. Right. And so my role is like an adventurous concierge. Right. So I I, I organize the groups. I do the research of all the vendors. Um, you know, I get the discounts or whatever and make sure that the place is vetted. So that's my position. So then once I've done my homework, I'll run the post, attach a video to it and see how it catches. And so every month, you know, we're just, we're in it to win it. And so we had like, when we did our skydiving video or a skydiving event, I mean, we did that last year, 2020, um, November 24th. I mean, I'm sorry, the, November 27th. It was on um, the day after Thanksgiving. Nice. My nice. father died two days before Thanksgiving. Oh my God. I'm so, so when my dad literally closed his eyes about an hour later, I had reached out to the group on Facebook and I told them what had happened. I said, look, I don't think I'm going to be able to do this particular event because my dad just passed away. So everyone understood. I had 20 people, which was what I wanted. I maxed the group out at 20 to do skydiving. And the outpouring of support and love, they're like, Ty, you know, we'll, I'll cancel it. Um, whenever you're ready, we understand, you know, please take the time out to take care of your, you know, your, the morning of your father. But then there was another group <laughs> Um, so we get some people that are like, I understand I'll cancel, I'll reschedule when you are ready. And then the other group were like, well, I'm sorry that this has happened to you, but I still want to go, you know, because they had already paid. And the reality was, you know, you know, the event was still going to go on with or with or without me. And so then I talked to my husband and so we had a conversation. I said, should I really do this? Like, should I really, is this right? Does this make sense to do this? And he said, 
this is who you are. Like you are passionate about adventure. You're passionate about your group. These people depend on you. This is how you get your strength. This is where the rubber meets the road, right? And so I said, okay. He was like, you have my blessing. You know, if you want to go, go. This is how you release, you know, your frustration, your pain or whatever. And your support, your your base is there. So I said, okay. Um, I went. Everybody showed up. The video is phenomenal. It's on our YouTube um, page, on our YouTube channel. And this, it was just an amazing amount of, of energy and love that was felt because they knew that it was a struggle for me to get there, um, but I knew I had to do it. And the skydive wasn't just about the activity of skydiving. It was simply a therapeutic way and also um, a release for me to just be who I am. You know, it's a way of being free. It's a way of letting go. It's a way of saying that, you know what, life matters and I still have life in me. So let me live it. Let me do me. Right. And so just, it, it, it is just, it's something about the cohesiveness and it, it just fits. It just fits who I am and the people are understanding, but they're like, go girl, you got this. <laughs> so I, you know, I love it. I yeah. love it. I am so sorry to hear about your dad. It's I'm okay. Thank girl. You. I have a special place for dads. I'm so sorry. It's okay. And Thanks. Yeah. That is the way you speak about your adventures in your activities is how I feel about travel. And that's why I look to do so many adventures in my travels. Right. But what I especially like is that you don't have to go far for that. Right. How, like how local are all of the experiences that you guys do? Like when you um, search out locations to do your events, how wide are you like casting your net? Are people coming from Northern Cali, Central Cali, um, you know, neighboring states? What is the, um, the, the scope of the experience that you're putting together for people? So most of the time um, we are, we have, so I live in Orange County. And so then there's San Diego, which is about two hours away. So I would say people are coming from at least about a two hour distance from wherever we're adventuring. And so most adventures, when you're talking about skydiving, you're talking about zip lining and um, uh, ATV riding, it's going to be at least an hour and a half to two hours away from wherever, from, from wherever you live, <laughs> because most of the stuff is in the mountains, it's in the, you know, a region that's not, you know, in the city. Makes so sense. right now we are local um, and, and California is full of of adventure like we haven't really repeated anything twice in two years wow. so every month there's something new that we're doing we're hitting up new locations we're doing different activities july 10th um which is next month we have our paragliding and so right now i've got 22 people that have signed up to paraglide so we haven't done that yet that's a new activity um, after that, we have our zip lining. And after that, we're going to do, um, I think, whitewater rafting. We haven't done that yet. So it just, it just continues and continues and continues. But um, you mentioned about traveling. So personally, I have done a couple of international trips. We actually went to Cancun um, about three weeks ago. We got back okay. and we went to a place called Savatica Adventures. And so there was, uh, it was an eight hour adventure tour to just my husband and myself and my kid 
and we ziplined in water. We did a roller coaster zipline. Um, there was ATV riding. There was a sanut, um, which was basically like a body of water that my son could play in. Um, he's 15, so it wasn't just play. It was like jumping off cliffs. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, thinking like a three-year-old for a second. And then you said, oh, no, 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 no. This is, this is big boys play, big boys play. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I do enjoy the international travel. We've, we've ziplined in Cabo. We've ziplined Cancun. We've ziplined in Jamaica. Um, so next year in 2022, we want to do our first Adventurous Thai event in Canada. So right now we, I am in the process of researching um, the, the Canada experience. It's going to be in Whistler, Canada, which is near Vancouver. Um, and so we're going to do what they have the second longest zip line in the U.S. So I've got to do that one. It's 7,200 feet across. Um, so it's basically a couple of football fields. <laughs> To say the least, like a minute and a half of ziplining, which oh, is wow. like eternity wow. for ziplining. That's eternity. Um, so we're excited about that. So we're putting together our first international trip. So now that the world has opened up, you know, we really want to expand from, as you would say, our local base to now trying to do something a little bit more. Um, and people are excited about it. I mean, I haven't even ran the post D just, just talking about it. And we already have about 15 people ready to go so it's 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 phenomenal do you have people that are traveling in um for example i know that um my little cousin just moved to la so in my head i'm absolutely getting out to go visit him before the end of the year and in my i know that i look for things to do do you advertise like on airbnb because i feel like people that are traveling to the area would love to just join your group as a tourist you know what I mean? Like that's especially something like I like doing black ass shit. I want to be around other black folks when I travel. Right. So right. I definitely look for black spaces or spaces for people of color because right. I and part of my next question is going to be what does that what does the space feel like? Because I know that that same sentiment people are like, well, we don't do that. We don't we don't go here or we don't like you know what I mean? It's yep. not an us thing, but it is right. like, we belong everywhere. We get to do whatever your spirit tells you is for you to do. And right. I only went ziplining once. I went in Costa Rica. I'm okay. so sad that the place is closed. Tubari. It's an adventure park. Okay. Incredible. I had the best time at that spot. And it was over the 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 tops of I'm zipping over like a jungle. It was yes. absolutely that's it terrifying at that first one. And it's just that baby one. And then you realize how it's low the it is. The trainer zip, silly. right? And then it's like, once you get through that, you're like, oh yeah, I'm good, I'm good. And then you're like, oh, I'm really doing it. Right, I'm Superman, right? <laughs> it is the most beautiful experience. Right. And they also had um, horseback riding mm -hmm. and I did like a nature walk and mm -hmm. they have a mini like zoo, a whole bunch of animals and broke my heart because mm -hmm. a girlfriend of mine was just in Costa Rica. So I was telling her, oh, if you're available to go, like if you have the time, check this place out, but it's closed permanently. Mm -hmm. So I'm very sad to hear that. But yeah. I've only done the zip lining and I did um what uh, what do you call it when you jump out the plane? Um uh, skydiving. Yes, I did skydiving. Now skydiving okay. I did in New York. I did okay. that out in Long Island. But what I love about this is that although people tend to, you know, look to doing these um, I don't want to say once in a lifetime, but out of your normal uh kind of experiences, like people mm -hmm. I go on hikes. 
at least maybe twice a year with girlfriends of mine. And you you think of those kinds of big activities for vacation, right? Like you say, right. diving, I'm going to do that when I'm in Aruba or, right. you know, horseback riding. I'm going to wait until I go to Mexico or to Venezuela or something and do it. Right. Do all of this in your home state. Like you don't have to go far. And that's the beautiful thing is that people like to connect travel with adventure activity. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I love having you here to just really impress upon people that you can do the same type of activities that bring you that enjoyment, that bring you that excitement and that community with people that are like-minded and that you just wouldn't necessarily consider that. They in the grocery store with you. We all in the right. Trader Joe's aisles together, but lo- little as it's kept, we could right. all also be jumping off a plane together. That right. activity that you look for on vacations doesn't have to just be during your vacations. You can experience this while you're home. Every month. I'm happy to have you here to express that in the hood, not, not in the hood, like in hood, but like in your hood, like your neighborhood, like right. your radius of comfort. There's right. so many opportunities to step outside of that comfort zone and grow. Now, right. back to what I had started asking before, what do these spaces look like? Have you found that when you, outside of the people that you invite, have it, right. has it been like a welcoming experience as a Black woman or have you gotten any pushback? Do they, oh, I didn't expect to see you or, oh, so this is the group you're bringing in a bunch of brown faces and the girl at the cashier is like. Right. You know, there has been no pushback. It has been absolutely 150% receptive, meaning that people are saying, I'm so excited you do this. I am happy to be a part of the Adventurous Thai events. I am over the top joy that there is a group that looks like us, that we can do what everybody else has been doing for many years just didn't know that it was there, didn't know how accessible it was. Now, I will tell you, most people saying, Ty, I would not go look for this. You doing the research, you're finding it, but we definitely want to do this. We're, we're in it to win it. Like whenever you post, we are there. So it's, it has no drama, no negative feedback. Everyone is just really excited monthly looking forward to that, whatever that theme is, whatever that, I mean, they know that I'm a, I'm a zipline guru. I've done it probably about 30 ziplines in my life. So, and I've only, here, oh, here's, here's the catch, D. I forgot to tell you this. I have only started doing this since I was 40. Okay. So, and I'm 46. I do not mind sharing that. Um, so this has not been um, something I've done my whole life. I did not grow up in nature. I did not grow up, you know, going camping. I still haven't gone camping. So there are certain things that I am new to. Um, it's just when, my, when I turned 40, my husband asked me, what do you want to do for your 40th birthday? And I said, I think I want to zip line. And he's like, uh, okay, let's, Google it and find out where the zip line is. I said, great. So I Googled it, found one in Catalina Island. We went there and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna answer more of your question. But what was funny was we go there and we zip line, and there's about maybe 15 people on the line with us. And so I'm nervous as I'll get out. Like I I I'm telling you, butterflies, you know fluttering nerves, you know, uh, sweat glands going crazy. Like I'm really in a, in a, in a 
scare tactic physics. I don't know what to expect, right? So it's kind of like the unknown. Right. And right. so there's this, you know, this cable and then there's this trolley. With, and I'm like, I am going to go across this and like live, <laughs> you know, and they call this fun. Like this is, and I'm telling you, from the moment that I stepped off that platform, my entire life changed. Like how I said, this is crazy. I was cheesing. I mean, I had saliva going from one side to the next and I'm flying in the wind. And I'm like, this is, where has this been my whole life? Like, I did not know that this was here and I'm 40 years old. And so at that moment, I said, I got to have more. Like I instantly became addicted. It, it was like an instant high. Like this is it. Where are these cables located? I've got to find more. I need more. Right. So, um, and, and I do, I go out and I start, you know, um, joining other groups that are ziplining. I said, this is it. I love this. And now that I have sort of, you know, created this network of people that enjoy doing what I do, it is a pleasure. It is an honor to be able to see people like us in environments that we normally don't roll in. And they are really enjoying their lives in ways that they never thought they would enjoy it, right? Because most of the time we're spending money in the mall and we're going here and we're going to concerts and buying all this crazy stuff. And they're like, no, 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 no. We want photos. We want videos. We want memories. We want moments, you know? And so they're craving something. They have a new appetite, a new appetite for adventure, a new appetite to, of doing something that internally makes no sense. Because I'm telling you, skydiving, jumping out of a perfectly wonderful functioning airplane makes zero sense. It makes no sense to do it, but it also makes no sense not to do it, right? And so I always tell people whenever we're doing our adventures, I do like a little spiel before we start our adventure. And one of the things that I tell people is before you take step off of this platform before you jump out of this airplane or when we're um, ATV riding or parasailing, whatever we're doing, get something in your mind, something that you have been struggling with, something that you have um, doubt, you've doubted yourself for, um, that you are frustrated about, um, whatever the failures may be, whatever your challenges may be in life, get that in your head. And I want this to be the moment where you say, no more. I will no longer be bound by my circumstances. I will no longer be bound by situations. I'm going to take my life by force. And what that means is I'm going to be in control. It will no longer control me. So once you leave this platform and your focus is on the other side of this tree, then in the middle is where you let go. In the middle is where your freedom lives, right? So when you're zipping, you're zipping in a way to say, I am no longer going to be the same. So in that time where you, you've got a 360 degree view of the beautiful, you know, greenery and the atmosphere and the forest and the trees and whatever you see, let that be your new start. You know, and so don't, don't, don't boggle all of these frustrations up. Let it go. Let this be your counseling moment. Let nature counsel you, you know, mm -hmm. so that there's a meaning behind what you're doing and not just to say, oh, I had fun, but wow, 
I'm a completely different person. And I love how this feels, right? So it's mental as well as it is physical. So physically you're enjoying the moment, but mentally you're being changed. You already answered like two of the questions that I had on here with that one. First of all, that was a word. Okay. Thank you for that. Because I am absolutely 100% behind intentional travel and that's intentional adventure. Because I truly feel like if you just check in with yourself, if you just ask, what do I need? What is going on with me that this trip or, you know, this moment in time I can use to work through? I like to kind of reevaluate uh, whatever is going on with me at any given time, whether it be good things, bad things, in between things, mm-hmm. it's just a new set of eyes to look at something from. It's like when right. you go into something, if you give yourself the opportunity, you don't have to come back the same way. And it's not right. to say that how you went in was anything less than worthy of being. However, mm-hmm. it's such an opportunity to just say, wow, I'm not in the same bubble. I'm not in the same square, mm-hmm. same box, same self that I was before this opportunity. And there are so many opportunities that you can use to, you know, come out of it on a better level of yourself, whether it be adventure, whether it be travel, whether you could be like, it doesn't have to be deep. It could absolutely be mundane. Something as simple as when you're baking a cake, if you bake a cake with the intention of, you know what? I finished work, it's Friday evening. I had a really rough week, but when I finish baking this cake, I'm letting that week go. So you can pour all of that angst or all of the stress about your job or having to go deal with this coworker or having to turn in this report, this paper, this um, essay, whatever it is your struggle is, use your activities, use your adventures, use your travels, bake a cake, make a, you could heat up a fucking slice of pizza, bro. Like it can be as deep or not deep as you right. want, but the point is being intentional. Right. And I love that you absolutely encourage people that adventure with you to use that experience to really tap in, be intentional about some, like, and it doesn't have to be like a, everything you do has to have intention. Like right. you, you can kind of just let go and live your life. But right. if you are looking for ways to grow the beautiful thing about life is that there are so many opportunities to do it. And there's so many different modes with which to do it. And you can find one way that connects most with you. And that whole communing with nature, when you just see the beauty that is in and of, in and of the world that we exist in. And it's just such a, a little treat to just be like, damn, like, as insignificant as I am, I am part of this. I am of the same thing the stars are made of, these trees are made of, the ocean is made of. Right. We are all connected in so many little ways that are actually like huge ways. Right. And right. it, for me, allows me to be like, all right, so my little piece of the problem or my little issue is not something that can't necessarily be conquered. Like I am of greatness. I am part of this incredibly huge world. And there's so much that I don't know. So consider, huh, there are so many different ways that I can tackle this issue. There are so many different opportunities and so many different, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Like there are a, a whole bunch of different lanes to go down. I may not have the answer right now, 
Right. Like seeing how much is actually out here, just the expansiveness of things around me. It's just like, all right, so I'm thinking one way. Let me not right. be linear about it. Let me just open up and try to take in some of the beauty that I'm seeing around me. It's like, if this little leaf could pull through from being nothing, I think I could right. figure out what to do with this coworker that I don't quite like. Let me just consider mm-hmm. something different. And I right. absolutely love that something as what can be considered mundane can actually be really significant. Just a walk going right. on a hike. If you don't feel like, okay, I, I ain't ready to jump off a, off a deck. I'm, but you know what? I'm committing to doing the walk. I'm committing to supporting right. someone that right. is ready to take that step because sometimes right. it's being the support staff. That's how the events get done. They call spectators. It's all, it works. <laughs> So my next question for you is what does your research process look like? How do you vet these locations? And like, is it just a simple Google? Like, how do you go the extra mile to really ensure that you're going to get the experience you want out of these destinations? So the first thing that I do um, is check out their YouTube channel, check out their videos to see what it is, what it looks like, right? What does it look like? What does the location look like? Um, and then I actually get on the phone and talk to the operational managers, right? So I get on the phone and talk to the people that make the decisions or the people that um, I need to book these events through, right? So typically it's the manager or the operational manager or the person that's in charge. And so then I explain to them who I am and then what we do. Um, and, you know, of course, give them the IG handle or the Facebook um, information so they can go there to just see, okay, this girl is real and they've got all these groups and, you know, what we're doing every single month so that they can see that we're validated, right? Like that I am going to make good on my promise. So what I do is I will guarantee them a certain amount of people, right? So my, my thing is to, you know, find out how long have they been in business? Um, how many people can they accommodate? Um, what is their, believe it or not, their, um, uh, you know, how, how many incidences have they had at their location um, to find out how long they've been opened, um, to find out how long the operational manager, him or herself, have worked there, right? So I need to know how long have you, have you been here six months? Have you been here for six years? Do you own the place? <laughs> you know, I need to know your status. Um, and then just, you know, what the activity what does the activity consist of, right? So like, for instance, when we do our zip line, which we're actually doing two zip lines this Saturday. So like, you know, they'll, they'll explain to me, okay, one of our tours is the mountain view tour. One tour is a canopy tour. This tour consists of, you know, 10 zip lines, two bridges, a sky stair, and, you know, a 45 minute hike. And then the second one consists of nine zip lines and et cetera, et cetera. So then I'll ask them the length of the zip line, the time frame, you know, that this, um, the tour begins and ends. Um, and you know, do they have photos? Can we do GoPro? So like, my thing is I need to know all that I can, um, uh, all the, all the information that I need so that I can, when I put it in my post that people will know, okay, this is what we're doing. This is the location. I don't necessarily share everything with my audience because they need to experience it. So if I give Mm. you all the, the treats of what we're doing, then it kind of chips away at you, you know, doing it for the first time and just sort of getting the full, the, my thing is safety. I'm like, is it safe? How much does it cost? How many lines? Like the basic stuff, even though yeah. I would go beyond that to ask more questions, but I don't put that everything in my post because I'm like, I don't want to 
take away from the authenticity of them doing it for the first time. But I need to know certain things um, for as the as the organizer um, to make sure that everyone's going to have a great time and that we're not going to you know have any issues. But um, and so yeah, that's my thing. And how far is it? The distance and um, is parking? Do we have to pay for parking? Is it too far? You know, all of that. So I kind of get. Is there are there restaurants local that we can all eat at when we're done? Or um, so my job is to just get just to kind of saturate the information and then um, and then feel make my decision on yeah this is a good company we can roll with this company you know et cetera et cetera so so from your experience in um, curating all of these events and activities how would you suggest that someone does the research for themselves to try to maybe step outside of their comfort zone and try some adventure in their areas um I mean you'd have to do like what everyone else does, Google it. <laughs> okay, so let you me know? ask it differently then. Okay. So when you find some place that you Google, right? Okay. What am I okay. looking for to decide whether or not this is going to be like a safe fit or a good fit for me? Like, are there any um, red flags that I should know to look for? Because for example, I've never whitewater rafted, right? right? So I've got no, I can look at a bunch of different YouTubes and listen to other people's experiences. But if I don't know that, okay, there are, you know, um, I don't know, baby trail or moderate or like, what are, a what would be a general rule of thumb in, am I looking up safety? Am I looking up, does location matter for, di- for different things? Um, okay what kind of red flags in terms of adventure should somebody keep in mind before they just randomly show up someplace and decide I'm throwing myself into adventure and, you know. Right. So the first thing I would say is that let's say you're going, again, whitewater rafting. I'll give you an example. I have never gone whitewater rafting. So a lot of the adventures that we do, we do together for the first time. Right. So that's going to be my next um, research will be the whitewater rafting, which is here in California. It's called Kern County. It's in Kern County. I will research that. What I would suggest anybody to do would be um, if you decide, oh, I want to go ziplining, um, you need to Google the company. You need to look at the facts and questions that they have on their website. You definitely need to saturate the website. The website is going to give you as much information as you really, really need. It's going to tell you the length. It's going to tell you the depth. It's going to tell you the the, the feet of the zipline. It's going to tell you um, how long they've been there. It'll kind of give you information of the surrounding area. Sometimes it'll give you the history of that location, right? Um, I would say um, you can YouTube it. You know what I mean? You're going to get a lot of information through YouTube. Um, look at the Yelp reviews, people that have already gone there recently. That's going to help you a lot too, because they're going to tell you if this is a great place or not so most people that are doing reviews are pretty genuine um and they're going to give you the um the real deal as opposed to you you know calling to talk to the manager because the manager is going to of course say come to our location to say, yeah. account, right um so i would say you know do your research through yelping through googling through um the um the reviews, um, asking people, have it, you know, even ask people on Facebook, hey, we're going ziplining at Pacific Crest Zipline. Has anybody gone there? What do you think? So you want to get the opinion of other people that have already done this. Um, we've ziplined in the snow. We've ziplined in the dead heat. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, what is that like? Um, so, um, and, and then just, just you know, just sort of uh, making sure that you understand um, what you're getting into. But the truth of the matter is, no matter what the safety record is, all of it is a risk. 
when you're dealing with nature and you're dealing with cables and jumping out of planes and paragliding over oceans, it's all a risk. There's no 100% safety of nothing, right? You are taking your, uh, you're taking your life and you are putting it all in the hands of a tandem expert, right? You're saying this person behind me that I have never met is going to save my life. So you, you can't really think too hard about it because you'll talk yourself out of it. So my thing is, is, and I would almost suggest you do minimal research because if you go too, too, too deep into it, you will find something that's not right. Everything in the world is, has a fault to it. All, everything that we do has a fault to it. So don't go too, too far into it. Just get the basics of what you need to say, okay, this is, you know, I feel comfortable going here and just enjoy the experience. If this is not for you, then just don't do it. Don't do it. So have you had any negative experiences? I know you may not believe me, but I haven't. I mean, I have um, I have researched and I've talked to so many different companies and they have truly, I mean, again, they've truly welcomed us. I have um, most of the companies that we have, um, that we have participated, we've done activities with, they will give us a shout out on social media. They will give us a shout out on our Instagram. Um, they will thank us for coming. I haven't had any negative experiences with any vendor, with any location, any of the operational managers, any of the staff members. It has been a warm, welcoming um, experience for all of us. And so just so you'll know, I am the, the main, I guess you could say, individual other person that people are you know wanting to see but I also have three other partners and so and all of us are African-American so we we kind of roll together doing this and so we all sort of make these adventures um possible I do the the the, the main thing but they come to do I have one girl who does like again the chick that I met at the gym she does all the filming and all the editing for me and then some of my other friends will help out with photography and so the four of us rolled together and yes, the 99.9, let's just be honest, all of our locations are owned by people that don't look like us, right. but right. they have never had any issues, never, um, with us coming and they, and we, we come deep. I mean, we went, to, <laughs> we went parasailing in Newport beach and Newport beach is predominantly Caucasian predominantly like 99.9%. And so I was like, we're about yeah. to make a real big mark in this ocean <laughs> over here because they are not going to be expecting it to be us. And it was 45 of us. We had three boats. We had three Ooh. boats and we had 15 people per boat. We maxed out that event. And I'm telling you, it was awesome. And so all of the things that we do, we create videos for all of our events. So they're all on our YouTube channel, but we have the best time, the best. And it's, it's weird because like I said, a lot of times we, I run these posts and a lot of people don't know each other, but yet there's an instant connection because there's a, there's a goal in mind. There's one goal in mind. So no matter where we all come from, no matter what we do in life, no one is there to discuss personal business. We are there to absolutely enjoy what we signed up to do. And so when you have that kind of camaraderie, when you have that type of energy, there's no space for anything else. There's no space for foolishness, none of that. And all of us, uh, most of us are 
40 and over. Um, but I will say when we did our skydiving, our skydiving, the youngest kid that skydived with us was 18 and the oldest woman was 70. And everybody else was in the middle. And I'm telling you, it is just, it's just cheers and high fives and hugs. And it's just a big love fest. <laughs> it just is. It just is. And I'm so freaking excited every single month because I get a chance to see these adventures through the eyes of other people. I've done so many of them. So for me personally, I've been satisfied with what I do, but to see it fresh and new through the eyes of new people, it is just over the top for me. And I just, I can't stand it. <laughs> it's so cool. I love it. I love it. I love the joy. I love the joy here. So a question for you. How, what is the price range for this? Is this at like, do people, is this an expensive thing? Am I spending like a hundred dollars for uh, a zip lining? Is this accessible? What, what are we talking? You know what? Um, that's funny that you would say that. Cause one of my partners, she was like, Ty, you need to get out of people's pocketbook. You do not control what's in their bank account. You run the post, you put the price up there. If they want to go, they pay. If they don't, they don't. Mm -hmm. um, the majority of our activities cost anywhere from, I want to say maybe 130 to, you know, we just did our treehouse experience and just the treehouse alone was 452 per person. Um, so they're not cheap, you know, by, by any means. I mean, our, the, our, yeah, the skydiving was like almost $200. I don't control what people, their bank account, I, they, we roll deep and people have deep pockets, you know what I mean? And so I don't know how they pay with, they just do. And I, I don't come, I don't ask questions. I just put the pricing up there and it gets sold out. So they're not cheap. Um, I think the, the least expensive thing that we did was our ropes course, which actually brought out the most people. So we did a ropes course in a town called Yorba Linda, which is about 30 minutes from where I live. And it was 52 of us. It was 52 people that responded. And that was probably the least expensive event that we've done. Um, but, you know, people know it costs to have fun. You know, I mean, people pay $500 for a bag. So, hello. <laughs> the ropes course. Is that the one that has like the pamper pole and you got to climb up the pole and it does the little plate and you got to turn around and you jump on like the trapeze thing. And then you do, you can do like the trust fall off of the, um, the little platform then they I like that trust flying v kind of thing where it's one person on one rope another person on another rope and you kind of pyramid your hands and kind of walk each other down okay yeah so i did a ropes course before it was so much fucking fun like i had so much fun and it's like you can push yourself right I knew my daddy was gonna call here you go um <laughs> you can really push yourself i mm -hmm the shit out of myself when right. I that pamper pole I am by no stretch of the imagination uh, a friend in hands uh with the heights I right. do not enjoy heights however right. if I feel like I'm somewhat secure or if I feel right. like I've got some modicum of control I could kind of work through it that pamper right. pole baby I was so damn proud that I did it because you basically are climbing up a phone right Oh, okay. Right, it's, right. I don't know. Maybe two stories up. I don't know mm -hmm. how tall a phone thing is, but easily second or third floor of a building, right? And then it's right. 
dinner plate. It's like a 12 inch plate on top of this. And mm-hmm. you have to get both your feet on it. Right. You turn yourself around and then right. and you jump right. into like a trapeze thing. Right. But when I finished, I felt so proud of myself. Right. Really like that encouragement from the people down below telling you got this, you, you got, got it. it. Don't worry about it. Just pull your gut, hold it from your core. And it's just like people encouraging you and then even encouraging other people. You know what I mean? Just right. like see somebody else be fucking scared out of their brain. Right. Get all the way up there. Even if you don't like successfully like grab the pole and, you know, swing across or whatever. Or if you even, I remember there were some kids, um, they were just so damn afraid. Like they were really, really tapping in as far as they could and only made mm-hmm. it up halfway up the pole. And we still mm-hmm. so proud of them mm-hmm. knowing that and being able to see in yourself, like I can push through it, giving right. yourself the opportunity to fucking surprise yourself can really, really result in that sense of pride, like ha- being proud of yourself. I think right. as adults, we can forget how good it feels to be proud of yourself. Cause as kids, right. you have more opportunities, right? You learn mm-hmm. to tie your shoes. You mm-hmm. learned a new, um, the thing in school, or you ace a test. Like there are so many opportunities where you're able to measure your growth. You're able to see that you're getting better. You're getting stronger. But as adults, I feel like we just go to work. We come home, we go to work, we come home, right. have a little fun. But a lot of times you don't really give yourself the opportunity to celebrate your wins, but doing adventures like this activity, stepping outside your comfort zones, being reminded that you are capable, you can do hard things is absolutely something I really wish more adults would give themselves the opportunity to do. It really is. The magic is, is that it is at the, the ropes course. The challenge is a metaphor for life. Because the metaphor is, I have all that I need. I've got a spray, or I should say a community of people that are at my base, that are pushed, that are pushing me, that are encouraging me, that believe in me. So now I've made myself vulnerable to all these people, right? I've got to finish it. I've, my course has got to be completed, right? So mentally you're saying, I am going to make this happen. I'm three elements up. I'm almost at the, at the end. And that's what life is about. Life is, people are saying, look, you can start that new business. You can start that new job. You can push yourself to finishing school. You need to get back in that race and you need to accomplish and finish what you started right so when you're when you've got people that are down there cheering you on for the good not for your failure but for you to actually succeed and to make the best of yourself that alone that encouragement is mental and it goes from the head to the heart right and so you really control the 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 push that you are getting you're saying you know what they believe i can do it i can do it i am somebody i will succeed i am more than a conqueror right because i've got people that believe in me and and now i believe it it's like people can make you believe in your own destiny you know and so having that push having those people that are looking at you saying we're waiting for you and i don't care if the sun goes down we are not leaving your we're we're not leaving you we're here for you all the way to the very end. So it doesn't matter if it takes you 15 minutes or three hours, long as you complete the race, 
just complete it. And the, my motivation for doing what I do is I used to watch a show called The Amazing Race. I'm not sure if you're familiar with yeah. that show. Yeah. That is my base. Yeah. Amazing Race, that, that platform would feel. That is where the desire for ziplining came from watching that show and just having those family members and those friends, you know, going through all these different challenges and then they make it. You know what I mean? And even those who didn't make it, they're still encouraging the next people behind the next group behind them. Or they're like, you know what? We didn't do it, but we tried. We had a great time. It was encouraging. It was fun. We saw this, we saw that. And that's what it's about. It's about making those moments and those memories count because people are saying, you know what? I know that there's a bunch of negative things going on in the world, but right now, you're three elements up and you got to get across and we know that you can do it because you've already started from the bottom. Now you're at the top. You have nowhere else to go but up and finish. <laughs> so how does this translate? How do your adventures translate into regular life for you? How does adventurous tie translate into Mrs. Vaughn? Interesting. So there are some moments, D, that I am just kind of, you know, I'm a little overwhelmed because it's a lot. It's a lot for someone to depend on you to create fun moments for them every month, right? So sometimes I'm like, you know what? I really don't feel like doing this this month. I, I'm tired because I still have my own life. I have a husband. I've got a kid. I work. You know, I have a household to run. I got groceries to buy. You know, I got stuff to do. So to t- to take time out of my life every month, I'm like, okay, this month I'm just I don't feel like doing this. But then when I think about the lives and the people that depend on our um, events every month and they're looking forward to it, you know what I mean? Like I said, the momentum is there, but they're looking forward to being together, seeing each other. It's almost like having a, um, a reunion every month. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, okay, you know, we got to get together and we've got to make this happen. So just knowing that I am um, a part of a movement where people's lives are being changed. People are doing things that they would never do. Like you said, you know, they're coming out of their comfort zone. There's freedom. There's there's mm-hmm. life that's being generated. So I am like, okay, Lord, these people are entrusting me with their adventure. They're entrusting me <laughs> to bring something new and fresh and fun every single month. And that is a responsibility that I don't want to take lightly. And because I've started it, you know, I have to push myself and say, okay, look, you know, next month is coming. What are we doing? You know, start researching, start getting your stuff together because people are looking forward to what you're bringing. And because it's such a positive environment and the people are so receptive and so nice and so kind um, that I don't want to lose that. Like, I don't want to lose um, the, uh, the, the, the fact of knowing that I am bringing people together that would never do something like, they would never do these adventures. This is not something that they would just go out and research and do, but it's just, um, it changes me knowing that, or I should say, it puts a a smile in my heart, knowing that every month I can make this happen for other people, because it, it started out with me doing me. Now it's about me doing something for other people. It's creating a platform for other people, um, to, 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 to step out and to, um, you know, like one lady said, um, she says, Ty, I don't, I don't understand why I'm here. (laughs) 
Um, I was here because it's kind of like going to church. I don't know why I'm here, but my neighbor invited me. So, so I showed up, right? And she was just like, I'm speechless. I don't even know how to show you or to tell you that I appreciate you doing this for us. And so, you know, when you get the positive feedback and you get um, the affirmation and the confirmation through what people are experiencing, it pushes you and it pushes me to want to continue to do this. Um, and I, I told my, my group, I said, look, my crew, I said, this is something that I plan on doing for the rest of my life. Like there's no way that I would ever forfeit or give up the right to adventure. Like this is my new mantra. This is who I am. This is my theme. This is, it, it brings so much joy to me that I can't even put it all into, um, it, it, it's, it's like my cup running over. It's just running mm -hmm. over and over and over and over. And, um, and people, people drive me, you know, the, 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 they're they're wanting and they're desiring and they, they want more. They, it's, it's a positive drive. It's, it's them saying, look, I need this every month. People are losing people every month. I had one girl who's coming with us um, paragliding and she lost seven family members oh, in man. a short period of time. She goes, I gotta have this escape. I gotta have this. So it's not, like I said, it's so much bigger than the activity. There's a lot of depth to what we do. And so people know when we skydive and when we snow tube and when we do these things, we are there to have fun and to make and to laugh and to connect and to hug and to share and then go back to our regular lives. So it's just a temporary moment to not think about the harshness of life. Yeah. And that works for me. You're you are in service to your community, to your adventure community. Being in service of other people, I found can absolutely help refill a cup that's kind of close to being depleted. I love, for me personally, I feel like if I'm like on that that teeter space to really just falling down into like a whole blah right pit. What can I, how can I help other people? Let me go encourage other people. Oh, sis, your nails look really cute. Oh, okay, blue shirt. I see you. This is nice. I like to be that kind of joyful right. person. And it just, I find it makes me fucking feel better. Right. But I can see, because I'm not necessarily an extrovert by any stretch of the imagination. I am not necessarily um, a social butterfly. I tend to be the people watcher. I am more of a, I'm going to go home. I, I don't necessarily think I'm in, I'm more of an ambivert. I can function in crowds, but I'd right. rather be by myself. I'd rather be home in the house with the dog, with my boyfriend, or, you know, I'll hang out with my parents or that's it. Like, I don't really need crowds. So, but it's my assumption that you get a, a span of different types of personalities. You get your introverts, you get your extroverts, you get your, I'm not sure where I fall. You get your, I'm here because my neighbor said it was a good time. And mm -hmm. I think that a lot of people, some, well, I have seen where people say, oh, that's not for me. I don't like being uh, the center of attention or I'm not a rah-rah, go get them kind of person. It, You would be surprised how activity goes across the personality spectrum. Like, I don't want people to think that just because they're not, you know, party people or social butterflies that doing activities necessarily aren't for them. 
Right. Absolutely go into it at your own pace. Even Correct. If you're doing a group activity, you don't necessarily have to talk to everybody in the group. You can just right. be part of the group and right. still be yourself. You can absolutely show up as authentically as you feel comfortable being, but show up. Show up right. for yourself. Because I I know that I used to think that, well, I don't necessarily want to, you know, I don't want the pressure of having to meet all these people. I'm not going to do this. I found that even though I may not start off in the uh, mood to make new friends, that positive energy is so contagious. The joy and the excitement that people, you know, bring into an experience absolutely permeates that whole boundary of I don't want to make friends because when I tell you I will absolutely be New York hard through and through, like (laughs) you sit there and be right. I don't need to speak to anyone right? without fail. You let all that shit go. Like, I don't want people to just think that I am not an adventure person. So that means that I don't need to do adventurous things. Give it a fucking Mm -hmm. shot. Something as simple as going on a hike with you and your dog or you and a friend that you do like, you can start small and work your way into bigger adventures. And I promise you that satisfaction of being proud of your accomplishment, being proud of finishing, of completing something can Mm -hmm. absolutely translate back into, all right, so I did that hike. I complained the whole, I'm the complainer the whole way. I will absolutely, the way up is always the hardest for me. Right. Keep going, girl. I'm gonna catch up. I got you. Right. Right, right. My time. The way down right. is always easier for me. I find people, it, you're one or the other. I'm always the fuck this on the way up. And oh, we right. good, girl. Come on. Right. Down is always, the way home is always the shortest route. Right, right. One. But wherever you fall, whatever end of it, bring that home with you. Bring that mm-hmm. to the rest of your life. Those accomplishments and activities, the doing of something, the accomplishment Mm -hmm. can absolutely translate into when you find yourself in a rut in your relationship, when you find not just romantic relationships with your parents, with your your cousins, like take a beat. You made it up that height. You jumped off the platform for the zip line. You adventured into white water ass rafting, bro. Like done stuff that you didn't think was for you or impossible to you or Mm -hmm. that you even considered you would like. And you made it through the other side. The same Mm -hmm. way you can tangibly see doing and completing these activities, it can translate into stressful things that aren't necessarily necessarily physical, but still taxing. And I really think that it, you can connect a lot of different pieces in life in a lot of different ways. If you just give yourself the opportunity to consider it as such. Absolutely. 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 I think that um, you said it beautifully. A lot of people, um, several people that have never ziplined and they did it for the first time. I didn't know it was like this. I didn't realize how much fun this would be. You tell I didn't know the story. Right. Don't even know that that's true. Don't even know it. Don't even know it. And so they're like, this is so much fun. Like I didn't. And so my job is to say, yeah, you did it. Like, oh my gosh. And it's kind of like you were saying about the trainer zip, right? So it's like, that seems to be 
the complicated part, right? So once they got the harness on, they're ready. They've been, they've got the whole rules and regulations down. And now we're standing up there. The trainer zip is literally 500 feet across. It, you just from here to there, like you can see it, it's nothing, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just but that- it seems so big when you start. It seems so big because you're like, I've got to hold on to this little trolley, you know, to this braking system with these two little handlebars. And my whole body is about to just be released into the atmosphere. In a harness. In a harness. That's it. You strapped in. It's got you by the butt. That's it. (laughs) Holding on. But but see, that's life. Life has us strapped by the butt and we just need to hold on. You're not going to fall. Let me tell you. Those trolleys or the braking systems can hold up to 5,000 pounds. The cable itself can hold up to about 26,000 pounds. You're not going anywhere. It's all up here. You are complete. Even if you let go, you will dangle. They will come and get you. You're not falling, right? So it's all about the fear of life, right? We're scared to to step into new territories. We're we're scared to tread up on new waters. And the same thing with ziplining or activity that's like, I'm afraid because of what I think. We can talk ourselves into things and we can talk ourselves out of things. And none of it is true. You know, you can talk yourself into doing something because it's the right thing to do because you feel good about it because this is a good choice, a good decision. doesn't mean that it is. It just means that you want to do this, but you can do this the opposite as well, right? So my thing is, you know, if you have a goal in mind, right, and you are trying to figure out how do I accomplish this goal, right, what do I do? There's always a blueprint that's that has, that has existed before you got here. Sometimes you need to just follow that blueprint and go for it. And then sometimes you need to say, you know, I'm gonna make a way, I'm gonna kind of not follow this path. I'm gonna follow a new path, right? So that may mean I have to step out and I've gotta do something different. I've gotta go a different direction. I've gotta go buy some different clothes. I need a new hairstyle. I need a new makeover. I need to start thinking differently about how I'm going to strategize. I need to start thinking differently of the people that I'm rolling with, right? I need to start thinking differently of how I travel, how I move and groove in life, right? So doing these activities, it gives you that space and place to do that because you're saying, okay, this zipline thing makes no sense to me, but yet it just looks so it looks like it could be so free, like freeing me mentally and just the space of just letting go and just the wind, you know what I mean? The trees, the emerald green, the lushness, the, the beauty, the colors, the smell, the freedom. Right, right. Let me let me try this. You know what I mean? And, and like you said, it's, it's totally um, an exhilarating, it's, it's, it's an adrenaline rush, right? But sometimes life is an adrenaline rush, right? You gotta hit those deadlines. <laughs> You know, and so I just think like you can you can apply your your um, extracurricular activity to real life. You can apply real life to having fun. You can um, you know learn how to control your emotions, learn how to let certain things go, um, learn how to embrace beauty that you've never embraced before. Learn how to understand that your eye, the things that your eyes see are bigger than you. They're bigger than life. Like, wow, like this is a lot. 
but I've been missing out. We did we did a zip lining um, about five weeks ago. We went to a place called La Jolla and um, uh, in La Jolla, it's a, a San Diego zip, a zip line in, in uh, I'm not just being redundant. It is a zip line in a town called La Jolla, which is in San Diego. <laughs> and <clears throat> one lady stood on the platform. And so the platform there is a stair, a sky stair um, case, right? So we're standing on the, on the staircase and she just does this sort of like, just turn around and just looking out into all of what she just this whole this landscape right and she's just like taken away and she's like Ty this is so beautiful this is so big and the vastness of this situation is beyond what I can see I'm here ziplining but look at how lovely the view is and so sometimes we just need to see something different. We're so stuck in our mundane, the mundane walk of life that we don't even understand how much beauty encompasses us every day. We don't, we're blinded to it because we're, it's the hustle and bustle, right? We get up to brush our teeth, eat our breakfast, you know, get in the car, gotta go, da, da, da. It's like this regular nine to five, you know, regiment that we have every single day. And we don't get a chance to really inhale or to take in the magnificence that's all around us, whether if that's the atmosphere or even if that's people. There's a lot of magnificent people that are around us, but yet we're so consumed with our own little selves and our own little bubble that we don't even understand the gifts and talents that are around us because we're so afraid. We're so afraid. And those stories that we're telling ourselves, there's so much opportunity in newness and so much growth that comes from newness. And I'd ask about the price because on average, you might consider um, a quick vacation or, you know, a flight for $500. I think the best round trip flight and accommodating accommodations that I'd ever booked was like $600 and 22 cents. And I went to Barcelona and had a layover in, I don't know, let's just say Casablanca. And it included my um, hotel in Barcelona, $600. Wow. that, you can take an hour drive, a two hour drive, a four hour drive, whatever hour drive is going to take to some type of outdoor activity, to some Mm -hmm. type of new experience. So you don't necessarily have to, you know, spend $600 to do something new. You don't have to book a flight to do Mm -hmm. something new. You can take a piece of that. So all this pandemic time that you didn't travel or or this time after that, you're still not ready to travel. Right. You can absolutely consider taking a baby step and say, all right, so I got a couple dollars on the side or I'm going to, hold on, let me just change Uh the the video. Or you can consider that I'm going to invest in myself. You can put together, as long as it's going to take you, you may not be able to afford the flight that you want to, but you can still get the experience that you deserve right some coins aside however big or small your budget allows for however you know extensive you can decide to make it a um what do you do like buy a little airbnb or a hotel or something in the general area you can make a big event of it whether you decide to do it as a group whether you decide to do it as a smaller um like a you by yourself or you Mm -hmm. and a friend a partner whatever the opportunity is there 
Right. The adventure is like you've said numerous times, it's a metaphor for life. That newness, yeah. that pride, that completion ain't too much like it out there. I promise. Right. I promise. I promise. Step out of your comfort zone and mm-hmm. you can absolutely come back to a new comfort zone, a whole new motherfucker and a right. whole much better <laughs> motherfucker than that last zone. Cause there ain't nothing wrong with just growing in life. Continue, right. continue to press on and grow. For sure. Uh, how can the people find you? How can they, well, you're in California. So how specifically can people in California and then people that are outside of California, like how can someone in Oregon, in Florida, in Southside, reach out to you and get a little piece of this joy that you're able to share with your adventure community? I appreciate that. So you can find us on YouTube. Um, That's where we post all of our um, videos at Adventurous Tie. So it's A-D-V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S-S-T-Y. People forget that double S. (laughs) Um, You can also find us on Instagram at, again, A-D-V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S-S. Ty, T-Y. And then of course on um, Facebook, same thing. <laughs> Adventurous Ty. So I'm Adventurous Ty everywhere. Um, we, we actually have some people that are coming from Georgia that are coming out to do some of these activities. So it doesn't matter where you're from, where you are. If you got friends and family that live in California and they invite you to come and during your vacation or during your time here, we're doing an adventure, you are welcome to come. Everybody's welcome to come. We have the most wonderful group of people, men and women, children of all ages. Um, and we just, we roll together. We roll deep and we really make a lot of fun memories. And I even welcome you, Miss D, when you hit California, hit the West Coast, you are more than welcome to come and do whatever we're doing um, and just make that connection because it is in, um, uh, contagious. It's a contagious situation and I and I love spreading it. So I guess oh, it's, oh, Adventure's Tie is a virus. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> Ty, thank you. Thank you so, so much for being with me here today. I will absolutely have all the links in the description box so they can find you on the Instagram, the YouTubes, and the Facebooks. Yes. They can see how much joy there is in adventure. And if you're in the California area, feel free to jump uh, jump in the mix. Also, forward to the, um, you know, you're traveling, like you expanding the brand yes, the future our Canada trip next yes. year. Yeah, no, we're definitely that. expanding and we we're welcoming everybody. I mean, you can definitely follow us on Instagram. That's what we're doing. Um, we do post every day on Instagram. So that's, that's growing. We would love, you know, people to like us, follow us there. Um, the subscription to the YouTube channel is crucial. So those who enjoy travel that want to see what we've already done um, and some of the, um, the zip lining and our parasailing and, you know, uh, skydiving, all those videos are there. So definitely check that out. Um, we would love for people to, you know, we wanted to continue to grow. This is, we're not limited. We're open. We're a big, happy, fuzzy, adventurous family. So please come and join us. Thank you so much, Dee, for having me. I absolutely appreciate it. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Um, and hopefully you'll have me back again. I absolutely was so happy to have you here, Ty. You guys, make sure to hit her up on all the social medias and get a little bit of that spark of joy in your life as well. If you can't necessarily, or if you're not ready to adventure, watch. Watch the video. Right. That's exactly. it. Vicariously. There you go. <laughs>
toe in and hopefully the bug will bite you. Right. So if you have any other questions um, for myself or for Ty, all the information is going to be in the description box. You can, of course, go to travelshippodcast.com and I will have contact information for Ty. And y'all know I'll be back with you on Thursday. Bye, guys. All right. Thank you. Peace.